It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. That's six more. That's beautifully timed. He absolutely pummeled that. Baz and Izzy are talking cricket, thanks to Razine, New Zealand's most trusted paint brand for the past 10 years. Yes, Baz and Izzy are still at the beach for a couple more days, but Mitch and Louie, we're talking cricket with Razine, the paint Kiwis trust, and everything you just heard there from Mitch, let's get stuck into it. Nick Webb is on the line, and he joins us right now. Morning to you, Nick. Thanks for spending some time with us. Good morning, boys. How are you going? Yeah, we're good, eh, Mitch? We're loving it. Real good, mate. Yeah, um, Webby, so I know you've you've come back, we spoke briefly, caught up. You've come back now with COVID, just a little bit too hard for you to stay with that Indian team and be away from your young family. Um, I I just really want to kind of set the scene for everyone, and and you've gone over to that environment, um, coming from New Zealand, uh, where most people... Don't have much of an ego. <laughs> I want to start on on this this way, and then you've gone into some of the biggest superstars in, in world cricket, into their environment, their backyard. How difficult was that for you to start implementing uh, your training regime, and was what were the challenges along the way? Oh, look, it was strange how it all turned up, but it wasn't it wasn't hard at all. I mean, no, I, I kind of went in with the mindset, and obviously, I worked with New Zealand cricket before I went over to India, and it pretty much laid the foundation of how I operated. So I I went in there with a pretty open mind. I knew I was a foreigner. I knew they were a, a big um, international body. They had big players. I was going into a different culture, different language. Um, so I basically went over there with the strategy of, you know, I'm just going to take my time. I'm going to ask the right questions. I'm going to observe. I'm going to get to know the players really, really well. And, and with any sporting team, when you're trying to have some form of impact or influence, you've you've just got to get and take your time to understand the players and get to know them and understand where they're coming from. So um, it wasn't difficult at all, but I gave myself six months to, to really get to know the system and the, and the players. Um, and then I could start drip feeding how I wanted to operate and, and implementing my methods. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't hard at all. 
There's been a lot of chat about um, Virat Kohli over the last couple of weeks, stepping down from the captaincy mm-hmm. um, across all formats, basically. Um, you've spent a lot of time with him, particularly in the gym, and I, I'd love to know a little bit more of the stuff that we don't see around Kohli and his work ethic and, and the stuff you've seen mm-hmm. and the pressures that's on him um, externally as well. Yeah, I remember having a good conversation with him over the last you know, six months before I, I stood down. Um, you know, being the Indian captain, it takes a, a huge toll. People don't see a lot of things that go on behind the scenes. Um, and then I think the main thing, for the reason he, he stood down, I think, was that he just wanted to have that extra freedom and just concentrating on his batting. Mm. Um, but what people don't see is, I mean, I, what I call a 24-7 athlete. That guy is on every single time. Um, he's looking. He's at a stage in his career where he wants to play until he's 39, 40 years old. And he, he knows that he has to prepare physically, mentally, um, from a skill point of view, uh, 100% of the time. And he's always looking for that new thing to get that extra edge. You know, he's obviously very fit, um, very capable in the gym and, and running and very quick. Um, and he's and he's always looking after his recovery and his nutrition as well. So he, he's he's the full package in my mind. Um, and from a from a mindset perspective, he is is next level. He he um, is ruthless in his preparation. Um, and he's and he's also a, a balanced athlete. He understands that the role that he plays in the in the wider scheme of the BCCI. So he's an incredible man, um, a great man to talk to. I'm sure you've had a chance to talk to him um, during the IPL match. But um, yeah, he, um, he he is up there with how he prepares. Nick, I often think that trainers become psychologists um, in in these kind of teams, particularly in <laughs> cricket. And that reaction kind of just sums it up. You you have to you're almost doing therapy sessions while you are training them. I just want to touch on like um, you know, has he ever has Virat Kohli ever kind of said to you what challenges he's been through and and how he's developed that mental resilience, which has obviously led him into being able to be top of his game more often than not. Yeah, like, I'll go back to what you first said. I mean, us as strength and conditioning coaches and, and trainers, we spend the most time with the players. Um, you know, we, we're at skill sessions, we're in the gym, we're at pool sessions, we're at recovery, we're helping them um, do all their nutritional plans. You know, so it's, it's, it's no, no fault of our own that we, we get to know the players the most. We spend the most time with them. Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, he. Yeah, I just lost my train of thought. So, yeah, he, uh, he he's an incredible man, and I'm not surprised that he has um, stood down from the from the, the captaincy. He his resilience is all about his. He wants to take all the fluff out of his preparation. You know, obviously he's a big man in India. Um, he's huge on social media. He's got a lot of interviews. He's got a lot of pressure. So for him. To be able to be mentally resilient, he takes a lot of fluff out of his, out of his preparation and out of his life. Um, so he just concentrates on cricket. When he's on tour, he's cricket and his preparation, and, and that's it. He's got a team behind behind his own team um, that do all the marketing and you know, self-promotion that he, he needs to do. But um, yeah, like I said, he takes a lot, of the, um, a lot of the fluff out of his preparation and in his daily life. All right, Nick. Mitch wants all the gravy on Coley. I'm not too sure why. Uh, I, I'm, mate, I'm more interested in you. Like, this is a fascinating story of a Kiwi achieving at a very high level, man. Like, what what was the lifestyle like over there? I mean, did you have friends? I mean, you, obviously, you you got mates within the side, but you're probably in bubbles a lot of the time, or you you're with the players. The the actual downtime. Did you get any? And what was the lifestyle like? 
Well, it was a bit different because pre-COVID, I started in September uh, 2019, and it was pre-COVID freedom. Um, I started with a, a Indian summer for six months over there. Um, it was incredible. You know, the fans are amazing. They're, you know, just next level. Um, the lifestyle was brilliant. Obviously, you're staying in, ho- in very nice hotels. Um, but then, obviously, COVID hit, and things just drastically changed. You know, obviously, you're still staying in the the outmarket hotels and that, but you, you do generate some some good friendships within the team. Um, but the the lifestyle, obviously, within the bubbles, definitely changed a lot during the pandemic. Um, a lot of challenges that we had to face, and we had to be adaptable in, in terms of how we prepared. Um, you know, obviously, people what people see from the outside is, oh, these guys are you know staying in the in nice hotels, but if you're locked in those walls um, for uh, an extended period, you know, you go a bit bonkers. So um, look, we, we all relied on ourselves to make sure that we were all okay um, and that we were getting that time and freedom to ourselves and having that social interaction as well. And when we, whenever we could get outside during the pandemic, we would. Um, mm. Yeah, and giving ourselves space as well. So, But the lifestyle was incredible. Um, you know, um, unbelievable players, incredible experience. I've, I've learned a lot personally and professionally, um, as you do when you go into a different environment, a different culture mm. and different language. Um, but yeah, an incredible experience that I think will um, influence how I operate as a practitioner and a coach and a, and a professional for years to come. So let's tap into that, Nick. Uh, <laughs> we've got an opportunity where we've got a lot of listeners who may have kids or they're cricketers or athletes themselves. Um, what did you implement to increase, now cricket's about a power game, what did you increase uh, for power for batsmen and then uh, speed for bowlers? Oh, geez, Mitch, do you want about an hour? <laughs> I think he does. I think, uh, I think, he's, I think he's eyeing up to. a comeback, um, Nick. So it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. Are they getting too detailed? I think the main thing for people that want to increase their speed and, and their batting power and that, you just got to understand that we are going to work out what sort of player you want to be. Um, and and how you want to express yourself on the field. Um, and do you, do you want to play you know, all formats? Or do you want to play one format? And like Mitch, you just want to play one format. You just want to go to glory and be explosive. <laughs> um, Good ribbing. Um, he, uh, yeah, and you just got to understand, you're going to have that overarching strategy, how you want to play, okay? And that's, and that's what you base your program off. And then you, you really need professional help. Guys like myself, strength and conditioning coaches, fitness trainers, Firstly, if you're young, you just got to get into the gym and learn how to move properly, move safely, um, and learn to, to get under the bar, so to speak. You know, learn how to get strong and how to express that strength with your body. Um, and I guess um, understand, you know, the potential pitfalls of playing cricket at higher levels, or as you progress through the grades, you're going to be. I mean, cricket is such an unnatural sport, especially bowling. It's probably the most unnatural thing the body could ever do. Um, so you've got to be able to be strong enough and tolerant enough to be able to play the game. And you are going to be exposed to a, a higher injury risk. Um, so it's not just about you know getting strong and putting performances on the park, but about, about being healthy and reducing your risk of injuries while you're playing sports so you can play the sport that you love for as long as you can. Um, so that's the main, I guess, the the tips that I would give to a young you know, buddy and cricketers, just get into a plan, um, 
hire a professional and um, you know and just keep enjoying the sport and keep enjoying the process because it is a process and it's an ongoing process even for the guys at the top um, and, and just enjoy what you love. Nick, you've painted a, a very different picture of a professional cricketer than what I've learned from Baz. Um, th- there's obviously a, a lot of fun involved with being a cricketer, but th- these guys are high-level athletes, especially these days, right? I mean, how long have you been involved? And have you seen the ev- evolution of um, what a cricket professional looks like change, especially in the last decade? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I started you know, with New Zealand cricket around 2011, you know, New Zealand, Australia, England, they, they're far more advanced and more mature from our strength and conditioning and how they, we prepare um, compared to some of the, the Asian countries, you know, purely because they've had the facilities and the infrastructure and the people. Um, and it was quite interesting going over to India where they come from an ecosystem where it's highly skill dominant. Um, they, you know, they're playing, like we obviously play backyard cricket, but they, they play gully cricket and they're very skill dominant. So the guy that I took over from the BCCI, um, Shankar Bathu, he um, he set an excellent foundation. So they only really started, you know, how really delving into how they prepare physically from a strength conditioning point of view, you know, five years ago, six years ago, mm-hmm. and that's when Virat Kohli's fitness culture took off as well. Um, so yeah, how. The, the game is getting tougher. It's getting longer. There's more longer. There's longer series. There's higher intensity, um, and especially the BCCI boys, they're playing 30% more cricket than anyone else. Um, and then guys like Kane and the guys that play IPL, they're, they're 12 months of the year basically. So they have they've almost had to change the way they prepare from a physical point of view because they have to last the entire year, year on year out. Mm. Um, and and the national boards are getting smarter as well in how they rotate. Um, players as well. You'll see that the Black Caps did it leading up into the T20 World Cup. They rotated players, had different squads, same with India last year. Um, we were in England and we sent a, an ODI and a white ball campaign to Sri Lanka as well. So there are, yeah, you have to prepare differently, you have to adapt and you have to prepare for the demands of cricket that's just getting harder and more intense. Nice. Webby, I have to ask you, uh, being a left arm spinner from way back, uh, how many wickets and who was the prize wicket you took in the nets? Oh, well, I was actually a right arm. Oh, right arm. Uh, Sorry, I, I thought you were listening. Mate, not everyone's left arm. Apologies. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> Apologies. I always remember you telling me that I was chucking the ball, and I probably did chuck the ball, but I do remember... Reminding you, know, you early doors. A, a, a age group Auckland cricket, that I did get you out, of, get you out a few times. Um, but yeah, Marty Guptal, <laughs> we grew up with Martin Guptal, um, and obviously yourself and AJS Patel and all those boys as well. So it was always good getting Marty up because we had a little bit of a rivalry. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> love it, love there's, it. There's a few of you boys. I always, I also remember, I mean, you were a little donkey thrower back in the day, and then all of a sudden we didn't see you for a year, and then you put on some gas. So I don't know what you did there, um, what you were eating. Ruff and Adele, mate. Ruff and Adele. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mate. Hey, um, you, you're back here. What, what are you doing now? Have you got a site? Um, you're obviously top of the game in terms of cricket, fitness, conditioning, sports, fitness and conditioning. You should have a fitness and conditioning radio show, mate. Nick can talk. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Re- have, have you got a website that we can send people to or or what are you doing now, uh, mate? No, not, not really. I mean, the, the main reason why I, I gave it BCCI was to, you know, I was spending six to eight months on, on, on the road and I couldn't get home from COVID. Um, but 
So, I mean, I came here back home just to spend time with my family. I'm really enjoying the long summer. I'm living up here in the Bay of Islands at the moment. We've got all the water, sports, going out on the boat and things like that. So I'm just really enjoying a long summer that I haven't had for quite a few years now. Um, I'm doing some advisory work um, with a company over in the UK and I've started a partnership with a, a company over in um, Western Europe heading into India um, called Incubate Media and Cricktips. So we're doing some educational videos um, through YouTube and, and, and kind of marketing that through algorithms and, and YouTube um, throughout India. Cricktips. You can check that out on, on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram. But I've joined the Northern Districts Cricket Association board Ooh. that happened in November. Nice. Um, so I'm quite interested to get into the governance side of things. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a master's in business administration as well at the moment, which is keeping me very busy. Um, yeah, and I guess from a, from a strength and conditioning fitness perspective, I'm just taking my time to, to sort out my next opportunities. There's a few conversations going on at the moment, but nothing nothing solid at the moment, Nothing, no contract in front of me, but I'm taking my time. I'm not in any rush, so... I'm just enjoying my time with the family and, and, and pottering around. Nice. Um, got a few other the next David White. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first on SENZ Breakfast. Oh, I don't know. It might be a chance for like some water skiing or some sort of <laughs> X Games medal. <laughs> Sounding like loving the water sports off in the Bay of Islands. I really appreciate you taking the time to join us, Nick. I mean, I, look, I've found this fa- fascinating for a couple of different aspects and you're yeah, getting that insight as to what the, the Indian powerhouse is like, the BCCI. And then also, you know, how much thinking goes into actually having a plan before you want to um, actually change your body or try and become more powerful or faster. It's really yeah. insightful stuff. So we'll catch up again down the track, I'm sure. But thanks for today. No problem, boys. And thanks for your time and um, enjoy the rest of your show. Absolutely. Cheers, Webby. Razine Colour Shops, your paint, stain, colour and decorating experts. Razine, look after our cricket. Interview 8am every Wednesday here at SCNZ Breakfast. Mitch, that was cool. Yeah, I, I think the touch on thing um, he talked on, get an expert, because there are different phases of your training program. You just go into the gym. Um, sometimes it can be detrimental. Um, you'll work the wrong muscles. Um, you know, you go for the look, the aesthetically pleasing look, um, and you could actually set yourself back a few years. So, like, get an expert like Webby. Um, sounds like he's going to be giving away some free free tips on that Crick Tip YouTube channel as well. So, um, get in there. Um, use his experience. Sounds like he's giving away for free. Obviously, the BCCI paid pretty well. <laughs> wow, mate. Still still holidaying up in the, in the Bay of Islands on sounds the 26th great, of it? January. What a life. <sighs> One day.